All right, all right, all right. It is the afternoon of March 14th. Appears to be, um, what's it called? Oh yeah, daylight savings. Daylight savings for most of the world, but I'm fortunate to be in Arizona and we don't observe daylight savings here. So I get to keep my watch exactly the same time. Fortunate for me. So I'm at 99.6 miles as I speak. There's a decent chance I'll cross 100 while I'm sitting here yammering to y'all. But uh, yeah, so since I last spoke, I went into the town of Patagonia, tiny little town. Um, I'm not sure what the population is, but it's an old mining town um, in between the Patagonia and the Huachachuca Mountains. And so it's just a real pleasant place, you know, very chill, laid back. Pretty much it's some folks, some retirees that make the, up the town. Uh, a lot of folks that come out. Um, for the winter to stay a little bit warmer from maybe their northern uh, homes. And then uh, around this time of year, March, uh, here I'm at March 14th, 2021, and um, both hikers, Arizona trail hikers and birders, uh, people that love, you know, going out and seeing different species of birds uh, come through the town. I was speaking to my host, my Airbnb host, Carrie, uh, actually Bryce, and Dave were over, um, two guys that I met on the AZT. They were over at, uh, at my Airbnb getting charged up when Carrie came back. And we all chatted for a bit, but Dave asked her, you know, what's something we should know about Patagonia? And she gives us, you know, some real depth history of the mining, uh, the old mining, the new mining. Uh, I guess it's home to like the fourth largest zinc deposit in the world, which zinc is used for a lot of uh the things you're probably listening to this podcast on phones and and tablets and computers and things like that so um just uh real cool stories but she also shared us with us you know the kind of people that that come through and stay at her airbnb and everything and and so yeah i had a really good time the cool part of of that stay was um she has two two airbnbs one she rents out a room in her house i didn't do that one but i rented out the um rv it's like a i can't remember the name of the the brand but it kind of looks like a retro uh rv you'd find from like the 60s or 70s it's got chrome uh finishes but like that oh i don't know what color of blue teal blue it is but like if you think of a 56 vet or or whatever so cars from the 50s that kind of unique blue that was so uh fashionable back then anyway so i stayed in that but but it's in the backyard with uh, two or three chickens and a couple goats or three dogs and all that. So unique uh, all the way around, uh, but enjoyable nonetheless. So that was that was about three days ago. I'm actually only um, six or so miles from being able to hitchhike into the town of Vail, Arizona. And it's kind of an offshoot of Tucson, but far enough away that it's not really just a Tucson suburb. Um, they don't really have any hotels or anything there, but they do have like a grocery store, a drug store, and all of those things. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm debating right now what I'm gonna do. I might either hitchhike in in the morning. Uh, Goose, another guy I met out on the trail, um, he's like, man, you know what's so amazing is when you get into town for breakfast. And so 
I've been ruminating on that for the last uh, <laughs> probably three hours. It's funny how time just goes by out here. But um, so I was like, yeah, that does sound good. You know, some chicken fried steak and eggs, and like many cups of coffee. That sounds amazing. So I might try to do that, catch a ride in with, uh, with Goose in the morning. Then I, I don't need a whole lot. I'm just going to maybe go to the Safeway um, and get some tortillas and pepperonis and cheese, the things I didn't mail myself that I like and probably a couple different varieties of of chips and some candy bars outside of that i've got all my other major staples waiting in a box that's what at what is called the colossal cave gift store um so it's a i don't know if it's a state park or part of the national park or whatever but it's basically a, an area uh, just before the saguaro national park and um you can go I mean people go there not just for hiking or whatever it's mainly like a tourist attraction for the area or whatnot so they give cave tours and all that I don't think I'm going to do that but they hold packages for Arizona trail hikers so that's pretty cool I will go up there in the next day or two or three go grab that package and then keep pushing on another cool part is at a mile 122 so about 22 miles ahead of me or about a day and a half ahead of me <clears throat> is uh, some trail magic. So someone has set up in their camper for two weeks and they are cooking burgers every night and uh, pancakes every morning or whatnot. So I might try to time it to where I get in there one night and get some sweet trail magic hamburgers um, and then uh, stay the night there, camp you know, outside of the the RV parker, it's not an RV park, it's kind of more like a BLM giant parking lot that pe some people set up shop, uh, set up their campers and camp around. Um, so I might do that, that sounds amazing. I never got any trail magic of that kind on the CDT, and so really pumped to, to see that. So all in all, uh, my body is doing amazing. I'm very, very blessed and grateful. I've taken a lot of lessons um, from other hikers this trip as well as last year when hiking with uh, Creep and Hygiena and Crinkles um, Picked up some good tips from them that I've employed uh, this year, but I've been taking it a little bit slower uh, I could easily have done over 20 mile days so far, but I have not pushed over 20 at all today actually might be my first 20 um, uh, And that's been nice. It's been nice because I've been stopped for you know longer uh, longer lunches, longer breaks, and I'm being more intentional with <coughs> dry dry throat talking this much. Um, been a bit more intentional with uh, stretching, doing some yoga each morning, each night, even sometimes at lunch if I remember, and all of that. So that's why I'm out here, right? You know, it's not just all about rush, 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 go from one place to the next. It's about uh, stopping and smelling the roses uh, along the wayside. And so right now I'm walking through millions, uh, I don't even think that's an exaggeration, Mi millions of uh, beaver tail cactus, barrel cactus, acatillos, creosote bush. It's a very harsh environment, very, very beautiful environment. It snowed a couple days ago, and man alive, if you see the desert in a blanket of snow, I think it's a rare sight, but it's a beautiful one nonetheless. So so thank you for, uh, for listening in. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully you can hear the, the joy in my words and you can find something that, that sparks that joy in you that makes you want to 
get out and, and go chase your dreams, get out and find something on your bucket list that, uh, that brings you alive and, and lights you up like this is doing for me. I actually just had, I have shit service most of the time, uh, but I just had some good cell service uh, two hours ago up on a ridge, so I gave my wife and Delilah a call, and that was so awesome getting to, to talk to them and see how things are going back home. My oldest daughter, Claire, is headed up to uh, state swimming. It's the state swimming championship um, for Colorado tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, tomorrow's my actually my 18th anniversary, too. <laughs> so I'm missing a few things while I'm gone, uh, but I, I promise to, to make it up to my lovelies when I get back home. So peace, y'all. Have a great day, and go bucket yourself.